Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to How to Help First-Timers Relax About Hypnosis. Minimize hypnotic performance anxiety by showing how natural trance states are. So you often hear people say things like, what if I can't be hypnotized? Or how do I know if I'm actually hypnotized? Or um, I heard every word that you said, or I didn't hear everything that you said. So does that mean that it didn't work? And you might have noticed that some clients sort of feel under pressure to perform or do it right when it comes to the hypnosis part of therapy. But fortunately, there are ways to take that pressure off simply explaining that there's no right or wrong way to go into hypnosis can ease the minds of many clients. But sometimes it can help to go a bit further and utilize these specific techniques. So here are three of my favorite approaches to minimizing hypnotic performance anxiety in clients. So number one, cover all the bases. You can really let your clients know that there's no strictly defined or prescribed way for them to respond when it comes to hypnosis. The best way to do this is to describe as fully as possible, both before and during trance induction, a range of different potential responses that they might experience. And while you do reassure them that all of these possible responses along with any other responses they might experience, um, are just fine. So here's an example of something that you might say. Now, some people find that gently restful images come to mind as they drift into hypnosis, whereas other people find that they just focus on the sounds of my words. And some people drift into trance without really paying that much attention to what I'm saying. And sometimes people know they're going into trance and know that they've been in trance later on. And other people go into hypnosis without really knowing it or even knowing that they've been in hypnosis later. And whatever happens is fine. You know, maybe you'll feel more relaxed in your upper body first or your lower body first. Maybe it'll be a hand or a foot or a limb in your leg or your arm or somewhere else that begins to relax more deeply sooner. You might go into trance before you fully relaxed or after your mind has become completely still. Or maybe you'll go into trance while you're gradually beginning to feel more comfortable and calm. And perhaps you'll be aware of everything that I say and clearly recall it and be able to think about it. And perhaps not. Perhaps you'll just drift off somewhere else. So when you see signs that your client is clearly becoming hypnotically responsive, you can begin to be a little more directive in your communication. But covering all the bases like this is a very effective way to neutralize that little voice that keeps piping up with, am I doing this right? Am I responding right? Because essentially, however they respond is fine. Number two, normalize trance. So I'll often describe trance in great detail and also spend time talking about how it regularly occurs 
in everyday life because it's natural. So you can discuss the trance of enjoyable focus while watching a favorite TV show or, you know, uh, reading a gripping book or doing something you really love or whatever it might be. Then get them to tell you their natural trance experiences. This will normalize the idea of, of trance and reframe hypnosis from something that they have to get right to something that occurs naturally and inevitably anyway, and something they've experienced many times. Three, pretend trance. To take even more pressure off, you might ask your client to just imagine for themselves what it would be like to drift deeply into a hypnotic trance. For instance, during an induction, I might say something like, you don't have to relax twice as deeply as you are now. But you could just imagine what it would feel like to go that deeply in a moment or so. Now, what exactly is the difference between relaxing twice as deeply now, just asking someone to do that directly, and asking someone to imagine what it would feel like to relax twice as deeply now? Okay. And of course, by asking someone to imagine something, we're asking them to do that thing but we're sort of taking the pressure off what it would be like. Milton Erickson, ex uh, exemplar par excellence of how to do successful hypnotherapy, found that asking people to pretend to be in a hypnotic trance and display all the characteristics of someone in a trance was the most effective way of generating a real trance. By just encouraging them to uh, do what comes naturally, we can protect our clients from getting caught up in internal can I, can't I, and was I, wasn't I debates. And that frees up their emotional energy to focus on what they came to see you about in the first place to feel better. So I hope you found that useful. I'm Mark Terrell of Uncommon Knowledge. And if you'd like to subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unk.com slash blog. That's unk.com slash blog. Mm -hmm.